breaking into his back. You want some inspiration? You want some talent and some artistry? I have that for you with Tommy Swisher. Stay tuned. Breaking into. Breaking into. Breaking into. I was going to hear my song. Breaking into. into. We are breaking into. That's right. And that is my song. It'll be available at some point. I'm working on an an album or whatever. Hi, welcome to Breaking Into. I'm Black Hollywood Live. I'm James Lodge Jr. Making my guests laugh already. Welcome to the show. Welcome to joining us. If you're joining us live, it's Monday, March 11th, which is my favorite. Number 11 is my favorite. I love the the number 11. So it's going to be a good, good interview and a good day. Uh, again, I'm James Lodge Jr., your host. You can follow us on Facebook at Breaking Into. Our page is there. You can follow me at James Lodge Jr., where all James Lodge Juniors are sold, at James Lodge Jr. and all social media platforms. My guests, I love, you know, I, I'm all about bringing people in who are doing things, people that are affecting change in the world, people who are stand for something, because, you know, nowadays we need that more than ever. And we'll talk a little about that when we talk to my guest. He is a young man who could be, could be my, like, grandchild at this point. I'm like, they're, they're getting younger and younger. It's crazy. But he came here from East St. Louis. And he is, like, doing things. I mean, he had an art show this weekend, which we want to talk about, of course. And he has music out, and he's raising children. He's doing all kind of stuff. And I'm just really impressed by him. We're going to get to know him some more, Mr. Tommy Swisher. Yeah, what's up? How you doing? I'm great. I cannot complain. And, you know, people complain all the time. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm better than yesterday. I'm going to be better tomorrow. Keep getting better. You feel me? I like that. I do. I like that. That's a great. That's a great saying. You know, one of the things I, I I am impressed with you is that you decided to pursue your dreams. Like you know, at a young age. I mean, I got my I got to my stuff a little later. But for you, did you always know you wanted to be in the arts of some sort? Uh, from five to like from the age of five, I always played football. So like, I okay. thought I was gonna do sports. But then like towards like middle school, just like people in school and just like uh, just friends. Yeah, they used to always be just like beating on the lunch tables, uh-huh. and they would rap, and we used to write for like like in literature classes. Yeah. I used to always like go hard for like the poems and stuff like that. But one day they just like forced me to do it, and from then on I was just like was rapping. So I say from like ten up, I knew yeah. I wanted to do music or sports, and then uh, my sophomore year. I was on the varsity football team, and I just, like, stopped playing football. Like, my mom was disappointed. (laughs) She was like, oh, why would you do that? And I was just like, man, I want to do music. And I just, like, kept with it, and I just stayed with it this whole time. Um, But, Mom, he will be okay later. Oh, she loves it. She loves loves it now. She's so cool with it now. Like, (laughs) she calls me and asks me for stuff. She's cool. Oh, here she goes. See, Mom came around. Hi to everybody who's watching live. Kristen Marie says hi, Tommy, and hi to me. Hi, guys. Um, So if you have any questions, then you can talk. You can ask some questions, and and, uh, we'll we'll answer them. Make sure they're they're clean. No, um, just just kidding. Uh, No, because, I mean, to me, it's it's funny that you, you are a jock. But also, I guess, the musician at the same time. Like, that's kind of a nice combo. And you decide to go with the music part and say, you know, I'm going to save my brain and my body and yeah. go to music. Yeah, because that's the part I really don't. Well, first off, I, I just feel like as an athlete, you still like an employee. You, no matter how rich you get, you're always going to be an employee. Like, as an artist, at least I got a way to... I, I don't have to be an artist tomorrow. You feel me? I can mm-hmm. do so much mm-hmm. outside of this. So it's like, I look at this as just like another platform for me. Mm-hmm. But as an athlete, it's like... Getting yelled at oh, for, yeah. by some other grown man. And I, I just couldn't see myself doing it like later in life. So I was just like, nah, I ain't going to be happy doing this when I'm like 25, 30. Yeah. So I was like, nah, 
I understand. I understand that. I'd be my own boss, though. So, I mean, I, you know, I have nothing wrong, no problem with that. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting way to look at at that, though, because yeah, the athletes, as we know <clears throat> from recent things, they, they are employees. Yeah, they're employees. They ain't got no say. They can they can have, they can make millions of dollars, so they still have to answer to somebody. Yeah, and they can get shunned. Shout out yeah. to Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. That's, what that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I kind of bring that up. Like exactly, it's like, no matter how much money you make, you're still an employee. Um, now, I want to actually mention first, we'll get to music later, but I want to mention this Jesus Saves thing oh, you're yeah. doing. And you had to show this, go ahead and show the picture. You had a, you had a show this weekend. I was coming back late from traveling. I wish I could have came to oh, it. No, yeah, How'd it go? Uh, man, it was straight, man. I had to do like three address changes, but man, it turned out <laughs> it was still cool. Everybody enjoyed themselves and the performance, man. It was like all my homies. So it was just like some feel good stuff. But uh, the, the actual like Jesus Saves, yes. like. Uh, Please explain that. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, so. The story, you know, don't you know, don't don't go hard on me, you know, if I, if you disagree. But my whole thing is like, Jesus was put here, and he he was he saved us from our sins, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. that was his purpose in life, and and the whole brand is like, you know, that might not be my purpose. I might not be here to help everybody, but I do have a purpose, and you know, we all do. We all got mm-hmm. something that we supposed to be here to do, and we supposed to do it to the best of our abilities. And you know, blessed be the ones that find out what they're supposed to do. Yes. So. Yes. The brand isn't like religious necessarily, but it's like he had his purpose. You have your purpose too, and and you should just like try to find it, no matter what. Because we're not all supposed to be rappers. We're not all supposed to be famous or whatever is it is. Like you might just be the best gardener in the world. Like somebody just can't do bushes like how you do bushes, bro. But that's what you do, bro, and that's amazing. You feel me? And like I tell people all the time, like I I think it's I hate hearing people tell me they do exactly what I do. Like I love coming across somebody and they be like, "Yo, I do uh, data analysis at so and so company," and that's fire because I don't know thirty thousand right. people that do data. Right. You feel me? Right. Or I don't know forty people that do <laughs> like bushes or whatever the situation right. is. So it's like I just like to promote that. Like I want people to understand that like. We don't all have to like live up to each other's standards, but it's best that you live up to yours and you just be amazing in your own light. You feel me? So what a great message. Yeah. And I and it's funny because on this show, I've done this show four years almost, and I've had over a hundred and blah blah guests on here. It's funny. I have people on here. I one guy, he is a pilot surgeon. He could be he can actually he can fly a plane and actually Same operate on you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like, like you say, so I met somebody I've never seen him before in my life. I'm like, well, I mean, what and we had a great conversation on here, Dr. Clarence Lee, shout out to him. Um, but I mean like I get to meet people on the show, like people who do other things, because that's kind of makes the world go around, yeah. right? I mean How can you function if everybody raps and manages rappers? Right. It, it, it sucks. Yeah. Right. And the thing is also we're all part of the same village. I talk about the village on here all the time. We're all meant to be part of something bigger. So you're an electrician, you're a plumber, like you said, you're a gardener, you're a doctor, you're the rapper, you're a singer, you're like it's like everybody kind of Look, fits. You make a you make a world. You feel me? Like you make a whole. Oh, is it an ecosystem? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I guess yeah, so. Right, I guess so. Right, I guess so. Don't ask me. Don't ask me about science or anything. I like, guess yeah, that's like, the word. Yes. You feel me? I'm gonna let that be the word. But <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like you know we gotta it gotta be something. Like I'm not gonna lie, when I get money, y'all not gonna like I'm gonna make like two big albums and y'all are not going to see me for like three years and when I come back I'm going to probably know like 20 extra things <laughs> just because like, right why not I'm trying to be like Superman out this month like extra powers that I don't even need <laughs> well you know it's, it's all the education does not stop till you die no facts I, I feel like uh how many rappers got like degrees after they got famous like don't Lil Wayne got a degree yeah I think mean, a few people yeah, do, like, yeah. yeah like people go back to school mm-hmm. like, they do and also people like okay I always, I always talk about Tone Loke Somebody who's like he's like rich, 
Uh, and, and same with Sir Mix-a-Lot. They're rich because they also do other stuff after their big couple of hits they had over back in the day. They're doing other stuff now. Yo, I'm going to tell everybody out here, don't believe that all these rappers are rich. Right. Because like, that's not true. Yeah. Like, right. I, I got rapper friends. I'm I'm not I'm not rich. I'm I'm just like y'all. Like yes. I'm coming up. But guess what? Rappers aren't rich. No. And any rapper that is rich, I bet he does something different exactly. outside of rap. Like, don't believe the hype, please. Exactly. There are maybe people, even actors too, that go into real estate later, and there are things they do later. That's where they make their money. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a whole. Well, actors are a different type of bag, yeah. though. Like you know, they get the the other type of love. You feel me? Like. <laughs> Louis Vuitton called them to, to get on, like, hey, come be in our shoot. Rappers don't get that. Rappers get like, I don't even know what rappers get no more. Like, I don't know the yeah, sponsorships no more. Yeah, I don't either. Well, yeah. I, well, rappers are kind of creating their own stuff, so kind yeah, of. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I, I, don't, I guess you kind of like just get, yeah, but you yeah. know how that go. Yeah. That's like, I mean, unless, unless you're Diddy or, or Jay Z, you know what I mean? That's... Yeah, it's not like <laughs> super main. Like, well, Technon make a lot off of uh, merch, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. everybody's not Technon. Ace from the Midwest. Technon's yeah. from the Midwest. Mm-hmm, from Missouri, whatever. I was, I was gonna, okay, so I was going to ask you. Okay, so, okay, well, first we'll get to that. I, I will talk about all kinds of stuff. So the Jesus Save thing, it was, was it also part photos? Too? Was it part exhibit? Oh, oh, part, okay, yeah. so the photo exhibit, the Jesus Saves photo exhibit, uh, yeah, so I, I did like a display of like hanging photos. Okay. And, um, it was like I, I copied Polaroids and just blew them up. Yeah, yeah. And kept the Polaroid flowing and just hung okay. them down and just let people like walk through and just look at everything. It would have been, uh, I was going to do three rooms, but like I said, we had venue changes and okay. stuff. But the next one should be super dope because I'm going to keep trying to get it like bigger and, and doing Good. more and more and more pictures and more friends. But uh, it featured pictures of like Tyler, Karuchi, okay. like, even Jaden and stuff like that. So just like. Catching them where I'm at, wherever I'm yeah, at, just man. like whether we're out eating or I'm just in a situation where I'm around, yeah. it's just like snapping photos. Well, you know, you're in LA and stuff, you, you can run across people all the time yeah. in this town. In this town, you can't step on somebody when you're out seeing somebody in this town. Now, I want to ask you because my cousin, uh, Bobby, shout out to her, she goes to East St. Louis all the time because she's part of the Catherine Dunham dance drumming circle. Like, I hope I got that right. Um, I didn't realize East St. Louis was in Illinois. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not in, it's not in Missouri. No, St. Louis and Missouri, East St. Louis is on the other side of the bridge. Yeah, I'm from the other side of the bridge. No arch. We, can, arch. we can see the arch, <laughs> but it's no arch. I went to the arch. I saw yeah. the arch. It's actually very impressive in person. Like oh yeah, no, no, it's it's yeah. I'm not. It yeah, looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's but yeah, we on the other side. I, I can see the arch every day, but. Nah, I don't stay over there. But let's get real for a second. So East St. Louis is a little rough, isn't it? Yeah, no, nah, St. Louis is rough too. All of that shit is rough. Like, can I curse? I'm, I'm, well, I'm try, not, try to, not to. Try I'm, not to, but I'm, a word comes don't, out. Just don't ex- be cursing. Yeah, you know just I mean? just apologize. Don't be cursing, kids. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but no, nah, um, like it's it's all rough. Like, man, like what we grew up in. I'm not gonna say like it was definitely fire moments. Like it's it's great coming up in in situations like that because I feel like. You you can be close. You know what it's like to have like a genuine love around you, no matter what. Like Hollywood and L.A. is so like it's so fake because everybody's just trying to get to the next level. Like even when you like coming up, it's still just like what you do, what you do, what you do. I can't hang with you if you don't do nothing. It's like when you're from the hood, bro. It's like oh, I wish you would tell me you can't hang with me because I'm not doing nothing, bro. I'm like your cousin, bro. I've seen you my right. whole life. Like right. I beat you up for not. <laughs> Like, stop playing with me. And with that type of pressure on you, I'm sorry. Like, it's, it, it, like pressure make diamonds. Like, the hood grows up to people. It grows people up to when they see stuff like L.A., Atlanta, and 
stuff mm-hmm. like like big things like mm-hmm. you appreciate it so crazy to the point it's like man how did I get here right now right so but it's, it's super rough like when you really really like start growing up and yeah. just like get older as a kid it's fire because right. you're just like family but right. when you start getting older the more and more older you get the more pressure start coming towards you and the more things you can get involved with and then it becomes a different type of situation well, let me ask you, because I, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in South Central. I, I live there now, but it's changed a lot since then. But I'm going to ask you, did you feel like you could get out of East St. Louis when you were growing up? Was there was there hope? or was uh, not, there... not until my mama said. Okay. Uh, not, when my mama said we was moving to Atlanta, I, we all laughed at her. I swear. Oh, like, honey. we as kids. Yeah, yeah. Me, my like, little brother. Like, really? We're going like, to Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, word. <laughs> she said it the first time. We was like, all right. After, like, a couple months, we was like. Okay, we're not going nowhere <laughs> yeah, 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 ever. Yeah. This is where we at. We posted, and then like a year later, it was like, I think it was like uh, three days after my birthday. She like, we packing up and we moving in a wow. month. Wow! And I was like, damn. And and we always like, <laughs> okay, okay. We really started packing, and then uh, July seventh, two thousand nine, we moved to Georgia. Ten years and, ago, wow! And that was my freshman. That was going into my freshman year of high school. So, and how was Atlanta for you? I'm not gonna lie. Been a, at first, at first, it was so disrespectful because, like, oh. the teachers, uh, like the teachers used to make fun of me <laughs> because of the accent we had. Like, oh yeah, okay. okay. But it would be the teachers. Like, so imagine oh. being a, like a 14 year old dude yeah. that come from the hood and like. The teachers are like talking yeah, to you like you stupid because you got a country accent. <sighs> so you low key have to like fix it up and yeah. just like let them know like, bro, I'm not dumb just because right. like, like I'm the top of your class too. Right. But <laughs> you think I'm stupid because so it was like dealing with that at first. But then I was still on the football team, so everybody was cool. Like no matter, okay. all the kids were mm-hmm. like super yeah. cool. I never had problems when it came to that. The like, teachers, the teachers literally used to like talk mm-hmm. down to me. Where like it was like. Three four months, I had to uh, I had to do like speech, I had to do I had to do like wow. speech up and just like uh, kind of I kind of like took away my accent from there. Wow! And it was just like that was like the most conforming thing I ever had to do in my life. Wow! And Atlanta, I mean, of course, the Atlanta area is very they're country too. But they are they, right, exactly. It's like proper. It's like weird yeah. type of country. It's they're like Bouchetto. Yeah, it's like you'll call <laughs> they, they will call somebody from Kentucky country. Or North Carolina right. country, but you know North, you're off in the South. It's Atlanta. You feel right. me? It's weird. Well, it's, Atlanta's right. I mean, for, for you know, it is a little bougie black folks there. It's it's very much you know this kind of cosmopolitan Southern city. I gotta mention though, I didn't move to the hood when I moved to Atlanta though. So okay. it, that's that's why I was hey. a difference. My mom, you guys are like Jefferson's moving on up. My mom got no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> like it's this certain part. So where the Migos are from? Yeah, the Gwinnett part. Yeah, that is like. It's not the hood, but it's, it's middle, not the middle su- class. Middle it's class? super. It's super middle class because okay. it's like you you move from the hood, right, to come and like get your get your feet, yeah. in Gwinnett. You know, like oh, okay, before you get to like the yeah, next, like, okay, yeah. before you decide which one you're gonna go to. <laughs> really, like Gwinnett is the deciding factor. That's if you're gonna stay in the hood or if you finna go to the real <laughs> suburbs, because there's certain parts of Gwinnett that got that bread too. Oh, okay, but then you know it's like uh, Buckhead and a Buckhead, and Buckhead, yeah. you know when you start getting in the yeah, Buckhead, yeah. it's going crazy. Yeah, I know. So yes, so yeah, my mom got that nursing job. We moved to Gwinnett. Oh, yeah. And it was just like half suburb. It was super suburban to us. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was like half suburban, half other kids that was moving from like different places too. Yeah. So freshman year was lit. Wow, super lit. Shout out to nurses that do God's work. They do. I used to be a nurse. It's it's hard work. 
So shout out to your mom with oh, that one. Yeah, super shout out to her. Yes. Um, and so then, then how did you how did you decide to come out to Los Angeles from Atlanta? You decided to come. You said, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come. I'm finally come out to L.A. Uh, man, what made me come to L.A. Uh, three years ago? It was was my first time ever traveling out the state, like uh, just traveling on a plane. In oh general. wow! Okay. So um, until 2015, so it's about to be four years. In uh, 2015, my first time ever catching a plane. Were you nervous? No, I was ready. You're I excited? Wait you to like, catch a plane. You like to take, like to take off the whole rev up the plane. Like, you, know, you like that whole thing? We flew from uh, <laughs> like my first time, and we we went from. Um, we drove from East St. Louis to oh. Atlanta. Okay, okay. And every time I ever had went back, we had drove because okay. it's eight hours, so we just back and forth. Yeah. My first time getting on a plane, uh, one of these record labels flew me to New York. Oh wow! And I went to New York for the first time. Love New York. Then one of my homies was like, "Oh, Mike G, shout out to Mike G. Mike G. Mike G. Uh, he was he's a part of Our Future or whatever. I met him in Atlanta." On a random show we had together, he was standing against the wall. I just walked up to him and said, bro, you might, okay, everybody keeps telling me about you, bro. Like, I, I've seen you before. And just shook his hand, walked off, okay. performed. Walked out the venue, like, an hour later, I see Mike on the corner just standing there. He's like, where are you going? And I said, bro, I'm going to the store. From that point, me and Mike have been friends. Wow. It's been, like, four years. See? Mike calls me one day after us like kicking it for like two months and was like, "Bro, come to LA. We're gonna do a show." That was my first time coming to LA. Stayed for like a month. Okay, went back to Atlanta and then ten of my friends plus me all moved out dang. here at one time. Oh dang! And we were staying in like Airbnbs and yeah. just like got our own cribs and stuff after a certain amount of yeah. time. Yeah, but it's been three years going on four years of us just being out here. Like it's nice being young. When I was young, I did stuff like that too. Just, you just go and do it. Just do. It. You get older, you you lose that. You get older somehow. I like I like hearing these kind of stories. No, yeah, man, it, it it was crazy. Some some people went to Miami. Oh hey, people, I love Miami. I love me some Miami. Yeah, I had like my bro T Man and um and like my homegirl Tori and like two other two of our other friends went to Miami and they got like this little uh, duplex. Hey, and then like ten of us came out here. And we were like all thugging it in the same cribs. Like we was all. It was like imagine ten people. You know the little spot between the stove and yeah. the sink. Yeah. The like on. I'm talking yeah. about the counter. Yeah. Imagine somebody putting a blanket right there and then sleeping right Probably. there. In it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it used to get crazy. It used to be so. I was young people. once. I lived in a house full of people. <laughs> I know. That, I know what it feels like. <laughs> Could do it now, but I mean, I remember. I remember what that feels like. And it, but, but I think it is. You're all. You guys are all hungry. You guys are all out here for a reason. So it's kind of like. I'll sleep on the counter if I have to for a little bit just to kind of get things. I'm here. I'm here in L.A. I'm doing it. Yeah, it used to be like that. Now now it's, it's past that point. Yeah. It's, it's been three going on four <laughs> years. If you're still sleeping on the counter, bro, <laughs> we bad friends like, at this point. like uh, I think we all, everybody kind of stays in the same vicinity. So are all 10 of you still out here? Uh no nah, no nah. right people, now some, it's yeah. like six six okay okay say, still yeah, okay six out of six. ten it did good six out of ten yeah. that's pretty good the other four probably went back well no one of our friends went to China okay, okay. He's, and he's been gone for like a year oh, a wow. year and a half now that's different yeah that's he he's the most different because he's what, the youngest what is one thing about L A that you do like uh man I'm I'm not gonna lie I, it's hard to even say I I like real L A people like. Like the ones from like Compton and stuff like that, because those the hood LA people, the real true mm-hmm. to earth LA people, actually do have that like you know that genuine factor. Like mm-hmm. 
if you when you meet those people from Compton, when you meet those people from the hood, like they really, really do have those traits of just like, yo, man, it is what it is, and if it's not that, then it's not that. I I don't like Hollywood. That's what it is. It's more like the the actual like yeah. commercial side yeah. of everything that I don't like. I love L.A. though. I love like the the real L.A. people. Yeah. Like, they cool. Well, and we are here. There are a few of us out here yeah, that we a, that we are loyal. There are a few of us out here who are actually we support our people and we are here. There are a few. <laughs> I want to make sure that's known. There are a few of us here. I, I know a few people who are really great people in my life that support my career yeah. and they're and they're genuine and they show up. No, they they, they hard go hard. Up. Like I'm talking about, they go so hard for for this. Like mm-hmm. if you like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what, true. Else, what else about LA? I can say I like the weather. What? Hello, looks like the weather. Nah, Not right now. Not right now. It ain't like Miami though. So. I know. I know. I love, so, I love, I love Miami. I'll be having to think of. Oh well, no. I'm gonna say this. And and if somebody take offense, then okay, bro. <laughs> but look, my favorite part about LA, out of every one of these cities that we've ever been to, my favorite part about LA is. This the only place where people gonna walk up and tell you like, bro, you're a fire, or bro, you yeah, look yeah, nice, yeah, or bro, yeah. whatever. Even if it's fake, I don't even care, bro. Just follow me on the gram and, and keep saying it. Like, support. I appreciate the support. Yes. Fake, fake or not, support me. You feel me? Like, I don't give a damn. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, we probably not finna hang together every day anyway. So right. look, if you want to fake support me, you want to real support me, bro. Support me, bro. Support it. Support. Okay. It. I'm with it. Go ahead. I like that. You Straight like, up. You like it? I love it. I, I, I like that. I like that. I love that. I've never heard that before. I like that. For real, man. Yeah, that's true. I got to give you that one. There's people that fake hate on you. Oh, all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah, I, all the time. I, I would much rather you fake support me than you fake hate me. Like, Well, if they fake hate me, they're still watching me, so I don't, I don't care. Nah, man. You know why? Why? Tell me. All right, so look. When they fake hate you, it's like they keep all that information to themselves. It's like you know how uh. much sauce is over here, <laughs> and you still gonna keep the steak dry, bro. Like, why would you do that? You feel me? Why would you? You got perfectly good A one, but you ain't sharing with nobody else. And then, I like that exactly. So like it's that. like it's like nah. And then the person that fake fuck like they fake like support you. They're going to tell everybody because they want everybody to tell you that they told them. You feel me? Yes, like, yes. they want you to love them so much, they're going to make everybody else love you. And that's uh, cool. Got it, got it. I'm cool with that. I might actually love you after that. Like, bro, <laughs> I appreciate your fake support so much. Here, bro. Here's a feature, bro. Just go ahead and take this. Because sometimes your enemies do you better than than the people that's that's your, that's your friends. Your, that's true. You know I, mean? I do actually. That's very, that's very true. This is hilarious. That's very true. That's so fun, yo. But yeah. Now I want to play a snippet of a couple of your songs that I like. That I went to your SoundCloud page and I pulled up, and one is called Calls. I like the, I like the music in this song. Oh yeah, man! Shout out Lucci, man. That's my young homie. He's from overseas. All right. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's Germany. How'd you hook up with them? Twitter. Twitter. I love the music's good. See, now I do dance music. I'm like, this, I can actually get with this. That's why I've been playing it since ever since I, 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 I marked it. It's good. I know, I, I'm, I'm ready to so I'm like, hey. For all you iTunes listeners, I'm getting down. Um... That's good. So I just want to show. I just want to play a little bit of that. I just I love that song. And here's another song I like. Show the picture first, though, because I love this picture. I was going to ask you, did they actually pour honey on you? Yeah. Was it stick? Was it, was, no. like, was, it, was it all sticky and everything? That's, that's three gallons of honey. 
That is crazy. It's a great photo. It's a great photo. First of all, who took it's, that? It's the video, and the, it's from the video. Okay, but who who did the video? Uh, my friend uh, Chris Alexandria and uh, my homeboy Hunter. Okay, we they shot, shot it, and then my brother uh, Quinn. Uh, he directed the video. He he lives in uh, East. He lives ah East London. East London. Yeah, and the music. In this is good too. And you actually, we were talking. We were talking kind of before the show about I do music. I'm like, your stuff is kind of dancey. I'm like, uh, I can see one of my dance songs easily. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm about to hit a hook. Okay, I like I like this. Again, it's another good one. This is Honey. You guys, it's good. The best part about this one is I really went into that studio. After I wrote the hook, I didn't write nothing else. I'm talking about none of the words. I just went in the, stu- in the booth and just started. Oh, wow. It. Yeah, I oh, do wow. that a lot with the singing songs, though. Wow. So here's a SoundCloud page. So you can go to Tommy Swisher. Go there and listen to all his music. It's like some, get some good stuff. Um, and I, but these are a couple of songs that I've been playing on repeat since I was watching research on. I'm like, I like these. I mean, they're dancey. They're dance songs. Nah. They speak to me. It's big grooves. And they are. And so, I mean, oh, awesome song. That's my singing here. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's good. Um, so, are you, so right now you're just putting out kind of singles here and there and just music here and there. Are you writing right now? Are you doing any kind of stuff? Uh, man, I'm trying to get into writing for other people. Oh, very good. You know, mm-hmm. holler at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the money is. Big pins over here. You feel me? <laughs> Never running out. But no, nah, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm always working on music. I, I actually built a, a whole studio booth. In my uh, in my crib downtown. Oh, okay. So yeah, I had some like some of the homies, uh, uncles come over and just like build the little booth, and it was super cheap, and we just padded it out, okay. and uh, like did everything. So I got the whole little booth set up, the computer set up right next to it, and then uh, it's crazy because now I'm starting out to use the booth, and I'm starting to just set up the mic right next to the computer and just record Support. outside. Yeah. So it's like I got to take the booth down. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you know, technology has changed. I mean, I mean, we have everybody has to record on a phone. I mean, there's certain things you get. I mean, if you have good acoustics somewhere, you can kind of record anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. at this point, right? At this point, and it goes right into your computer, right into your laptop, right into your iPad, whatever. It's, it's nowadays it's easy to record. Man, uh, they got things now that look like this, mm-hmm. and you can damn near record on the street, right? right. So that's I don't know, man. I, Studios are fire though. I like yeah. I like home studios. Like I, I really can't wait to get my home like a full home setup. Me too. I'm working working on it too. I want I want a, I want a, I have a studio, but I want a full like full on. Yeah, I just want it to feel like I'm at the crib. Yeah, definitely. that's when it's fire. I love it. And I and the thing is, and so what are you, what are you writing about these days? Like, what are some things that are coming up for you this day at this? Because you're what 23, 24? Yeah. So what's coming up for you and you're finding a lot of everything is just purpose right now. Purpose, for me. purpose. It's like I, I like just, that. I just kind of just, uh, I feel like I know what I want, what I want to like promote in a sense, and uh, and it's it's just all about that. Like what I was talking about Jesus earlier, saves. even from the Jesus mm-hmm. Save stuff. It's just like I just want people to understand, like, bro, I'm not perfect. And nobody's perfect, and at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get to the point where I'm happy and stable in my mental with my kids and their mom and just any females or people that I'm dealing with. So okay, so you have you have, now you have two sons. Uh huh. And how old are they? Uh, four and one. They're about to be five. They're and babies. Two. Yeah, they babies, babies, babies. So now, what what does fatherhood mean to you in this day and age? Uh, I mean, it's it's so many different forms of being a dad. Like, yes. I just believe that parenting in the whole is just is going to either be fifty fifty. It's 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 like three forms. It's either one person is going to work and the other person is going to hold it down until the situation is settled and stable. Y'all both are going to like manage and 
communicate 50-50 to where y'all working at different times and y'all babysitting at different times, but it's like a structured, we don't cross, but we cross at the same time, or it's complete anarchy. (laughs) So, so like, with the fatherhood, it's just like, man, you really got to keep both people happy. Like, you got to really care about the kids, and it's like, yes, the kids are so important, but you have to also care about the other person and just, like, deal with that because that's so important because that makes it harder for the kids like that's all i've really realized over these past like six months because i had my kids by myself for uh six months yeah, yeah. you're you're doing your your dream and being a single father yeah like small children we was traveling together we wow. were doing everything but uh we're probably like your best friends yeah they're my dudes man like yeah. the the baby like i I got the four-year-old in school the baby always okay. with me the oh, baby yeah. been with me <laughs> since he like literally had turned one so wow Dude is just like my book bag. He just be right there all the <laughs> he time. He might be a musician too. Yeah, he no, just no. Way absorbing all this stuff for being with you all the time. He, he be dancing around the crib. He, <laughs> like that's how I calm him down. It's crazy. I throw him in front of the computer and See? put on YouTube music videos. Yeah. Like not even no cartoon. Oh, okay. Like real. Oh, if it was MTV or if yeah. VH1, them still have video. Like he yeah, calms down off good music. I know when my music is trash or if my videos yeah. are trash. Because that's when he don't pay attention. But that's he pays so attention. Funny. He pays attention every time. Like, what do you want to teach? Because, you know, it's very important. We are we are black men. If you can't see us on iTunes, we're black men. Um, what are you going to try to teach your sons about being, being, being a black man? Be proud. Like, don't don't ever, ever, ever conform for what anybody ever says that is wrong with you. Like, don't let the world make you think that us being brown is bad for you. You feel me? And don't ever let them make you think that. It's, it's like don't ever feel like you're beneath anybody, you know, and don't ever feel like you're above nobody either. Just keep yes. it cool. Like stay you, be you, love yourself, but don't ever shit on nobody, you know, like just be mm-hmm. great people. And that's all I want my kids to know. And, yeah, it's gonna be tough though. You know, it's, you know how they, 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 they come after us. They cool though. Like that's yeah. the point. Like a lot of they come after us, but a lot of us don't have like fathers. Like I ain't have a dad, so it's like. That's my whole goal. Like I, I, I'm so like if my mom wasn't so cool, I probably wouldn't be this cool. You feel me? But I've been cool my whole life. Music and rap is like one thing to me. Right. You feel me? So a lot of people use music, and like oh, I want to be famous because I never had girls and I've never had. I could care less about the right. girls and none of right. that because I would definitely have it if I wasn't right. a rapper. So right. it's like it's more about if I I know what I am as me. If I can have two little dudes that I actually teach from the time they're this to the time they're, it's crazy. Like, if you meet my kids, my kids probably, like, my four-year-old will talk to you like a 10-year-old. I love it. And my one-year-old moves like like a real little boy. Like, I love it's it. It's crazy. So. I love I talk to kids as, like, little adults anyway, because I think I, I, none of that baby talk. I'm like, I don't do all that stuff. I talk to them, like, little, like, little, I me mean, appropriately. Little, little boys. Little, yeah. Like, well, sometimes I talk to them like they my little homies. Like, the same way I would talk to him or yeah. anybody, yeah. I, I literally talk to my kids yeah. just like how I'm talking to you. Like, yeah. hey, bro, what you what you doing? Why would you do that, bro? <laughs> right. Like, I know you saw, like, I talked to my kids right. just like that. And mm-hmm. they understand. It made it, it makes it easy for me because he actually understands mm-hmm. instead of me having to be like, yo, I'm, oh, daddy's going to be back. No, like, hey, bro, I'm going to leave for two hours. I'm going to come back. I got to go try to make some money for us because we got to do this or we got to do that. Oh, daddy, can I get this? Yeah, I got the bread. Hey, man, one day you finna have to start mm-hmm. making some money because, mm-hmm. hey, bro, I got to pay bills and okay. stuff like that. Like, like my little dude, no. And he'll tell me, like, daddy, <laughs> he'll come to me. Like, I, I give him money for yeah. doing, like, good deeds. Oh, good. And he keeps his money. So, like, I tell him, like, yo, put it in your pocket or make a piggy bank out of this or that. Like richer than I am. 
Every, well, he pay, holds on to his money, doesn't he? Every day after school, whenever he wants something, he'd be like, yo, daddy, I got this amount. Okay. You know, I don't know if it's enough, but I got money. <laughs> if you got some more money, can I get some ice cream? Can I get this? But he'd be having something to put in on it, and that's my boy. Like, he, he just tried to open well, up a lemonade stand. Well, I always, I always tell people, I was the father. I have kids, and I actually have grandkids. Um, but I was the father I didn't have. Basically. That's basically yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I made sure that that was a very conscious decision. I had girls. I didn't have boys. But I have grandsons now. But I was like, I'm going to make sure I'm be the father because it's important to show, and this is on Black Hollywood Live, you know, black boys, that they can become strong black men and not be broken as many of us are yeah. as adults. We don't have to be our situation, right? That we grew up in, right? It shouldn't be our situation. Like not not that not that situation. I, I feel like the hood is a great lesson, but once you get out and once you start seeing this, like it's crazy. Cause I can tell my cousins a million things, but until wow. they actually like see it, they just look at me like, "Man, you doing this?" I'd be like, "Bro, it's crazy." Cause I don't even look at much. I don't look at everything I do as special. Cause you know it's like still a mindset right. of like, "Bro, I got so much to do, right. so much." I have so little time, twenty three, but everybody right. else like, oh, bro, you young? <laughs> no, bro, this it, it disappears so fast. Oh, I was nineteen just yesterday. Okay. You know what I mean? so it's like the same thing. So I'm just looking at it like that. I don't want to waste. No. Don't waste it. I turned fifty in a few months. So I'm just telling you, it goes by fast. I was your age at one point. It seemed like yesterday too. <clears throat> a lot, a lot of yesterdays. Um, but it does go by fast, and I feel it. I feel the sense of urgency of just kind of like I want. There's things I want to accomplish, and you do. There's things you want to accomplish. No matter what age you are, you want to accomplish these things. So why sit around? I know people. You probably know people too who just talk about things to death yeah, and don't, don't do anything. nothing. Don't do nothing. That was my. Well, I don't hang with those. Yeah, they, they bug me. But I'm saying people, they'll talk an uh, idea to death. And don't do a word. I don't, I don't move with people like that. I, I like, I know I say don't look down, but those people, I really do be like, bro, we can't be friends. But they bring you down at some uh, level. No, it's, it brings you down as a as a like hustler. Like, you, right. can't, you can't run when somebody's like dragging as okay. a rock. So it's like, okay. what what uh, 50 Cent said, if you, uh, you saw the This Is 50s uh, when he was like, yo, my uncle told me. You gonna be as rich as the person that you talk to for no reason every day, and I was like, "Dang, how profound is that?" <laughs> like, damn, fifty. <laughs> yeah, but, but but how profound is that? That's that's, that's deep because mm-hmm. it, it'll make you think. Like, man, I would I could still talk to people as, if they don't like if we don't if we all don't got money together. That's cool because we can get money right. together. That's amazing. But if we all don't got money and then we talk about getting money and it's five of us. And three of us move, and the other two just keep sitting. Right? Is it still gonna be five of us getting money at the end of the night? And are the other three mm-hmm. people bad people for getting money because mm-hmm. they moved and the other two didn't? No, you're not bad, man. Just that's 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 like we deal with this with rap too. Like, yeah, everybody hits you up the moment they see you yeah. on a blog. Yep, and it's a different scene, and bro. You can be broke as hell. As soon as you hop on a TV screen, as soon as you get, as soon as a lyrical lemonade tweets your song, bro, somebody's going to hit you like, bro, you're popping, bro. You're popping. I need to, bro, what's up, man? You forgetting about us already. And it's going to be like that. And it's, it's cool, man. For real. You're really funny. You should do comedy. Yeah. Really funny. Okay, so I, I asked my I asked my guests the same two questions. I've done this a hundred and ever times. I've done this at the end of the show, and I've changed it more into it could be a word or a phrase. So the first thing, because I believe in language, language is very important. What word or phrase should we not say anymore? 
That's a hard one. Cause it's like, I always start the hard ones first. I always start and then that's uh, the other. But I always start like, what word or cause, phrase cause, should we not say? Honestly, most people are gonna think I'm gonna say the N word. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You know that's that's too easy. That's too easy. It's too easy. You know, but, I can I can give a reason why we shouldn't say it. But well, you can do that if you want to get that. I'm that trying. To, I'm trying to think of a real word that should not be used at all. <laughs> well, then I'll give you. Then I'll do this for you. Then the next question is may may help you inform the next the other one. What word or phrase should we say more of? Oh man, I don't know. All right, these are hard questions. I, know. I don't even got no words. Bro. I was, I was thinking, and okay, he's a lyricist, he has no words. Here's the thing. I'm thinking, his thing. I'm thinking your word probably is purpose for saying more. We should, we should say more. We have a purpose, right? Man, no, I don't, I don't think that's the because I think everybody always talk about what they want to do and stuff. I feel like maybe <laughs> people need to start. It's something encouraging somebody need to say to somebody okay. more, like. Probably need to tell the next person, man, like, you got it or you're good that's, more. Like, it's okay. That's like, a new one. Don't, I've never had it on my show. I don't know. Like, it got to be something. Like, you need to comfort people more because, like, I feel like we don't deal with people's, like, trauma, like, stresses at we don't. all. We don't. No, we don't. <laughs> like, we don't. I, I, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, um, I, I know, like, as, as a young, I'm 23. Yeah. So when my, when my baby moms had, like, the kid and stuff like that, I feel like I completely neglected the whole, like, Post traumatic, or okay. I'm I'm depressed after having a baby situation. Oh, postpartum, yeah. Postpartum. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like just like situations like that, like you can always like push somebody forward. So, yeah. whatever words those are, that's the word. I like that. We yeah. said something like you got it. That's that's, yeah, a, good, that's like, a good phrase. That's been good. But yeah. now, if you can't think of anything we shouldn't say besides the end, or or you can explain why we shouldn't, why you think we shouldn't say the end. Uh, I, I just don't think we. I feel like we make it okay for other people to say that shit. Like I feel like other people wouldn't even think to say it no more if we didn't say it so much. Thank like, you. Thank we you. make it cool. That's the point. Like it, at this point, I see that it's not even a disrespectful thing to everybody because right. some to some people it's definitely right. still a right. you, but yes. to yes. other people it's like. Bro, I just want to say it so bad because I'm just rapping it. It's in all the songs, bro. Like, it's everywhere I turn, and y'all gonna tell me I can't say it, bro. Little little Mexican, like look, right. look, Juan can say it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, Juan can Juan can spit it out as soon as he start rapping, and as long as he from the hood, if he got face tats, right, little punk, it's lit, right. You can say it, it's right. off rip. So you know, I feel like we just give we give it such a, a glamour that yeah. everybody wanna. It's like a forbidden fruit. It's like yo, mm-hmm. what? I can see it. I can hear it. Yes. I want to say it so bad, <laughs> and I'm in. The, I'm in the shows with it. I'm rocking right. with the rappers. It's just like, man. That so I. I feel like if we didn't say it, nobody would say it. Honestly, rap taught uh, foreigners what it was. Right. So right. We're low key the reason that it spread past America. So oh, not even low key. We are. Yeah, definitely. Because you're right. Because you're right. Because the other countries didn't have the the background we had. They didn't even know it was slavery. Right. You know, it's, some right. people didn't even know slavery happened in America. Right. So when you hear the N word, some people don't even know how deep it comes. Exactly. So yeah, we we spread that. We did. Tommy, you're great. I'm I am rooting for you. I really am. I appreciate. That. I am, and I'm and I and I and I'm gonna. And we're gonna be in touch still. So I mean, I think you're gonna, you're gonna do some great things. You're doing great things now. We're gonna do some more great things. Yeah. I believe it. You're welcome back on the show anytime. Tell folks in that camera where they can find you on social media. So look, everybody, when you look for me on social media, you got to look for me as if you're speaking. Say, hi, Tommy Swisher, every time that you're looking for me. You feel me? You look for me on Instagram, Twitter, all social media like that. And just Tommy Swisher, if you're ever looking for me on um, like SoundCloud, Spotify, mm-hmm. Google, just Google it. It's everywhere. 
You're for everywhere. sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm James Law Jr. You can find where all James Law Jr.'s are sold at James Law Jr. and all social media platforms. It's very simple. Twitter's the only one where the junior is spelled out because someone else has that name and not even using their Twitter account. Man, I've already asked them like five times. Can I have it? You talking about man, bro? I got a five year old kid with Tommy Swisher on Twitter and Instagram, and his mom won't give it to me because she said he's going to be a star one day. Good luck. Good luck to that Tommy Swisher and that James Law Jr. Good luck to them because we're stars already. And you can follow us on iTunes. (laughs) You can follow us on YouTube under Black Hollywood Live. Breaking into this episode is there. It's season four. Um, we have a couple episodes already with Ezekiel Cruz and Miami McKinley that are on, and now he's added to the list. You can follow my Facebook page, Breaking Into, which is, I, have, I give you more information on him, which will be on that page, too. You can, and then you click through, you just kind of click it and get to him himself. And I want to thank you guys for joining me once again. We'll be back next week with a group of people who are on a series called The Chronicles of Jessica Wu. She's a hot black girl with autism. So you're not going to miss that. We'll see you next time. Thank you. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.